Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Now available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, PodcastOne.com, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. This week's Grape Therapy is sponsored by GEICO. Go to GEICO.com and in 15 minutes, you could be saving 15% or more on car insurance. Extra money in your pocket? It just may be the most rewarding to do you do today. Persona. Feel the difference with Persona razors today. Right now, my listeners can get 25% off their first order at www.amazon.com slash persona today and use my code VINESHOW. FabFitFun. FabFitFun is happiness delivered straight to your door each season. Choose from a variety of beauty, fashion, fitness, and wellness products to customize your very own spring box. It retails for $49.99, but always has a value of over $200. Use coupon code VINE for $10 off your first box at fabfitfun.com. Ritual Vitamins. Better health doesn't happen overnight, and right now Ritual is offering my listeners 10% off during your first three months. Fill in the gaps in your diet with Essential for Women, a small step that helps support a healthy foundation for your body. Listen to your heart. The Bachelor Presents Listen to Your Heart, a six-episode event, premieres Monday, April 13th at 8 p.m. Eastern Time slash Pacific Time on ABC. And LaCroix. Enjoy LaCroix Sparkling Water, a healthier alternative for you and your lifestyle. LaCroix Sparkling Water is available nationwide, so for a full list of retailers, visit LaCroixWater.com. And for more information, join the LaCroix community on social at LaCroix Water. All right, you love The Bachelor, I know you do. The Bachelorette and, of course, Bachelor in Paradise. And on Monday, April 13th, the next Bachelor chapter begins. The premiere of The Bachelor presents Listen to Your Heart. This new show has everything you love about The Bachelor, romance, hot tubs, Chris Harrison, and of course, the drama, drama and more drama, but with musical strings attached. 20 single musicians will step inside the Bachelor Mansion to embark on an incredible journey to find love through the power of music. The harmony of the couples will be tested by their relationships and judged by some of the biggest names in music like Jason Mraz, Kesha, and Bachelor Nation fan favorites. You will see Jason and myself on there. Which of these new Bachelor hopefuls will make beautiful music together? Who will strike the right note? And who is there for the song reasons? <laughs> the Bachelor presents Listen to Your Heart, a six-episode event starting Monday, April 13th, 8, 7 central on ABC. Who's on with OCV? Podcast One presents Off the Vine, Great Therapy. Caitlin Bristow is going to answer your questions, drink to your confessions, and hear what you have to say about anything Bachelor. Let's shake it up some more. Here's Caitlin. I'm your host, Caitlin Bristow. My guest today is someone who you first got to know on the most recent season of The Bachelor. She started off the season with a little drama, but it wasn't your fault. Champagne Gate. That was so dumb. Um, But definitely won over America after standing up for herself post-breakup, knowing her worth. Though she may not be the next Bachelorette, I have a feeling we will definitely see her again either on Paradise, if that's going to happen, or you can just follow her on Instagram and TikTok and all those fun things that we're doing these days while we're bored. So please welcome to the podcast, Hannah Ann. How are you? Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I mean, this time is, you know, scary and full of uncertainty, but I'm doing really well. Good. And where are you right now? Are you in LA? Yeah, so I moved right after AFR. So I was flown out. I said, I'm packing two suitcases. And right after the show, I moved into my apartment the next day. Wow, good for you. I like a little risk taker. Um, Is that usually how you are in life? Are you a risk taker? Or is this like, was that a big move for you? 
No, I'm a risk taker. Oh, you are? Yeah. So like, I mean, thinking about it, like the past like 10 days has been like such like a shit show in a sense because it's like I moved out to, you know, I finished AFR, finished the season and moved into my apartment I had never seen before in person. I uh, found out I was getting a roommate earlier than expected and I had never met my roommate before. Yeah. And then to find out, <laughs> then I find out that I'm being quarantined with my new roommate. Being quarantined, all my like modeling jobs get canceled. Oh my! And then God. I'm quarantined, and then my power goes out for three days. All my <laughs> meals get spoiled. So it's just you know, it's been a little rough, but I'm surviving. Dang, that's that right there just gave me anxiety. I can't handle um, the thought of living with somebody that I don't know. Like, that's very brave of you. And then to be quarantined, do you get along? Yes, it's actually has been seamless. It's been perfect. But like, I'm kind of like taking a step back and be like, what the crap? Like the past like two weeks, three weeks of my life has just been like crazy. Wait, I am so thrown off by this that you never met her. So this is a girl. Is it a girl? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like okay. we talked on the phone, but like we never met in person. Like I didn't really know a lot about her, but she's honestly awesome. That's that is a high risk, high reward move right there. Because th- th- what if she sucked? Okay, and then like, how did you find her? What if she was like a fan girl and like was super creepy about it? So she was my friend's sister, but mm-hmm. I had never met her sister before. Okay. But my friend, she she seemed like really nice. So my best, she was really like my best friend's friend. Yeah, and so. I'm I'm a people person. I like to be friends with people. You know, I'm very social. And so I I thought, you know, she was really nice. And then she was like, well, my sister's looking for a roommate. I'm like, well, maybe, maybe in May I'll have her move in. So that was like the plan. So I get here and then I get a phone call from my friend and she's like, hey, my sister would like to move in now if possible. And I'm like, well, sure. <laughs> I said it in the moment. I said it in the moment. I said, sure. And then, and everything was started happening. I'm like, oh, wow. Um, I'm literally, my friend dropped me off to my apartment I had never seen before. Like, thank God it's like nice, like a good landlord. But I'm like, wow, what a, like, what a freaking risk taker. Yeah, but that's great. That's great because I think that's what gets people, you know, it, I think that's what brings success and that's what's going to get you to where the places that you're supposed to go is by taking risks and like, you know, not looking back and just being like, I'm going to do this and I don't care. That's how I was when I was 19. I moved um, with a hockey bag of clothes. So Canadian of me. Um, I had a hockey bag of clothes and just like moved to a one bedroom apartment with four people, shared a room with a guy, a bedroom with a guy who I ended up dating and like just went for like all these random things. But that I mean, now I'm like looking back every crazy step like that you take is going to lead you to like five, five or however years from now where you're going to look back and be like, thank God I did that because that opened so many doors for me. Yeah. I mean, I love that. I mean, I'm, you know, I try to be as independent as possible. And like I've lived in L.A. for like certain stints of time, but never had like my own place. Like I've always done like a sublease, mm-hmm. but like walking into like an empty apartment and I'm like, wow, like this isn't really exactly where I thought life would be, but it's where it's at. And like, let's just keep it moving forward, you know? So yeah, really moving up- out here was like, was like a great like first step to like a new beginning. 
Absolutely. That's and you kind of need that after the show. Um, how did you end up going on yeah. the show? Because I know you're friends with um, Hannah. So many Hannahs. Hannah G. Um, so yeah. it, was she like, oh, you should go, or how did you decide to go? You've probably told the story so many times. Yeah. I'm sorry. Oh gosh, no. I mean, not really. Um, so last April, so this time last year, um, me and Hannah, we she was in Alabama and I was in Alabama as well because I was dating a guy from Alabama, and we were going out for my birthday and we like took a picture and someone from the show was like, oh, she's cute, um, and Hannah was like, well, she has a boyfriend. Yeah. And uh, I was like, yeah, you know, I have a boyfriend right now. I don't really know. Obviously, I'm taken. And then about. A couple weeks later, me and the boy broke up, and I was like, Hannah, I'm single now. And she's like, okay, let's get it going. So, That's and then awesome. I started, like, the whole, like, casting process. I had to do, you know, everything like anyone else would. Yeah, there you go. All right. Do you own or rent your own home? I'm sure you do. And I bet it can be a lot of hard work. You know what's really easy, though, is bundling policies with GEICO. GEICO makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's or renter's insurance along with your auto policy, and it's a good thing, too, because you already have a lot to do around your home. Go to GEICO.com, get a quote, and see how much you could save. It's GEICO easy. Visit GEICO.com today. That's GEICO.com. A lot of people can't relate to what we go through on the show. Did you have an overall, overall, I mean, we'll get into the nitty gritty, but did you have an overall positive experience during the show or did you find it really hard? It was incredibly difficult and I had some really shitty moments, but overall I had a great experience. I met a lot of really great people and I'm happy where life is at right now Mm -hmm. and I can look back and overall be really appreciative of the experience. I mean, I, I, I'm happy with it. I mean, you should be. And, you know, you, you seemed like you were being authentic and yourself. And that's hard to do at a young age on national television and, and, you know, be dating in front of the whole world when people usually make really big mistakes in those times. But, um, yeah, I mean, some people go through that show and, you know, like the people that are portrayed as the villain or, you know, sometimes they aren't that person and they go through such a hard time. And, you know, the Internet is can be a really toxic place. And I'm sure you dealt with some online bullies. And how do you how did you handle um, any kind of negativity or criticism coming your way? Was that really hard for you? Or were you like, I have thick skin? Well, coming off the show, it, you know, my situation was very different from I feel like past seasons to where the show is kind of still ongoing. Yeah, you know, you know, I was engaged, Peter, but it was still ongoing. There were still issues. And um, so when I was getting, you know, some online hate, I really wasn't even focused on that because I was trying to save us, you know, but was where my attention was. And people could say whatever they wanted about me on the internet, but like that couldn't absorb any of my attention because the life was being sucked out of me trying to like make this work with him. And that was yeah. like all where my attention was going towards. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I made certain decisions in the beginning when we were together, like I wasn't going to watch the show. I wasn't going to go on social media. Like I was making all these hard choices to where like I could be like, you know, mentally and emotionally strong so that we could work this out. Um, and so that really helped me in the beginning, but also I was going through hell, <laughs> you know, trying to save us and right. this engagement. So really, the online hate didn't affect me 
that much. Yeah, you had other things to worry about that were heavier than the trolls online. Oh, yes. Much, much heavier. Yeah. I I found it so hard because, I mean, we didn't really get to see um, too much of like, you know, how you guys do the happy couple weekends um, and hang out like that. And uh, I we didn't see much of that. Did they film a lot of your happy couple weekends or how many did you, did you guys have before that? Like we just kind of saw that one moment and it was kind of confusing. Yeah. Yeah. And um, we had different videos filmed and like pictures, you know, from our happy couples, but you know, that wasn't able to be shown, which it probably would have made a little bit more sense, but you know, it like a nicer transition, but that was, yeah. I guess, unfortunate. Maybe for, for not really for me because I don't really want to see any of it, but for the audience, for them to see like our connection more, um, and maybe kind of like get an insight of more of our breakup and stuff. That probably would be helpful for viewers. I agree because I was so the the whole season to me was a little bit confusing. If I'm being honest, like it's kind of choppy. It was so choppy, and I'm like, wait, what is happening? And then for for you guys to get engaged, um, for us to not really see you know, probably more than there was like you probably had way more moments and connections and things um, going on that we didn't see. And then all of a sudden they were kind of like, and here's one really shitty moment from the happy couple weekend. And like now he's going back to this person. Like it was so choppy and so weird. And and I just it it was confusing as a viewer. So I, I was wondering from you, like how many times you guys got to hang out and if it was kind of like I know you said it was uh, you went through hell and there was a lot of hard times which of course that and that's a lot of couples that come out of the show you go through hell together um while it's all being aired but um did you have moments in those happy couple weekends where you like thought it was going to work or did you kind of know in your gut that this was doomed uh, you know it was really kind of after we got engaged and then I found out about you know me being the only girl left that's when I was like oh this is going to be hard to, to, to work through, but I was very committed to making it work. And so, um, we had a couple, you know, maybe two or three happy couples and we had, it was a happy couple. It, you know, we had some really great times. Um, I think viewers missed out on seeing like our connection and seeing, yeah. you know, how in love we were at that time. And so, seeing just the breakup and just a piece of the breakup it kind of was I was like oh I bet people I I wonder what people are going to think about this because they will probably be confused our breakup definitely didn't come out of nowhere you know we had had some like you know difficult conversations um leading up to it but we both stood by we were going to try to make it work um you know and give us a chance because it was only um the end of January it was so we were together for two months and uh for me personally, like when I was on The Bachelor, I I thought I was in love and I would have said yes if I got engaged yeah. to that Bachelor. Um, and then it didn't take me long moving forward to look back and see that it was just like, you know, um, you're you're and I hate to use the word manipulated, but you are a little bit manipulated um, uh, because it's a show they're making. Uh, and it, it didn't take me long to realize that, no, that was not my person and I was not in love with him and it was a show and I wish him well, but whatever. Um, do you look back now and be like, oh, that, you know, I was just in the moment in this show or were you, do you truly feel like you were in love with this man and wanted to, to marry him? Yeah, I look back. I feel like, you know, me moving forward, if Peter would have let, you know, let me go 
prior to our engagement, I would have been months able to like recover and really see the light. So like when we were able to break up in January, the shock of it, I kind of had to work through and then kind of like the anticipation of I'm going to see him at AFR. Is he going to be single? What am I going to say to him? It was kind of like still ongoing. And so now the past like three weeks, I feel like has truly been like a breakup to where like I'm released from, you know, him. Um, I don't have to, you know, act like I'm engaged or not engaged. It truly has been time to like really think about over the last three weeks, like how I really felt towards him. And if we really could have even made it work and I'm not ever going to like discredit how I felt towards him. Like I stand by, I was in love with him, but seeing him and just seeing where my life is at and like more of the woman I have become, I, you know, I do think that there's someone out there that's way more compatible for me, you know, just has different, different traits that I'm looking for. Yeah, I don't think, you know, we're fit. Right. No, I'm happy with where life is at, you know? Yeah, (laughs) that's, that's good. And I I think we're all happy. In in the most humble way, I'm trying to say I'm very happy. Yeah, of course. No, I understand. All right, you guys, I've been sticking close to home these days, and I hope you are all doing the same. And that means ordering my essentials online when I can, which I actually prefer to do, whether I'm social distancing or not. I know a lot of you can agree with me on that one, which is why I want to tell you about Persona Razors. Persona Razors are high quality, super affordable. And right now you can order them for home delivery through Amazon at amazon.com slash persona. My listeners will also get 25% off their first purchase by entering my code VINESHOW. Persona has been innovating and perfecting the razor since 1875, so they definitely know what they're doing. All of their men's and women's razors are made in the U.S. with stainless steel and chrome blades. You will get a safe and smooth shave every single time. I'm a big fan of the women's five-blade razor. It gives me a very close shave without all the little nicks and cuts that I used to get while shaving. I really love how smooth my skin feels when I get out of the shower after I use this razor, which is why I found myself shaving constantly during quarantine, even though I have no place to go. Get these fantastic, affordable razors delivered straight to your door like I did. Again, just visit Amazon.com slash persona today and be sure to enter code VINESHOW to get 25% off your first order. That's Amazon.com slash P-E-R-S-O-N-N-A, discount code Vine Show. We'll be right back with more Off the Vine, great therapy. Now back to Off the Vine, great therapy. So when it was the breakup and then you were going to see him on After the Final Rose, you guys hadn't talked before that? No, we had not talked. We had not talked. You guys didn't like set up a little like, okay, how are we going to handle this moment? I, I would have appreciated appreciated that why I would have I would have really appreciated that so this is in between a breakup to AFR right no nothing I would have greatly appreciated that but no what why like what I mean I don't really understand he didn't wouldn't he have wanted that too you know just to like go in like kind of you you would think you you would think he would want you know a heads up or you know some sort of pre-conversation but I mean, that's what I always wanted. Even prior to our breakup, I'm like, hey, if we're, we're going to break up, just let me know. Like, you know, give me a heads up. You know, still giving me that affirmation. You had no idea he had seen Madison after you? Oh, no. I had no idea. I had no idea. So I was sitting backstage hearing that for the first time. I He had spoken to my dad before, after the final rose. And um, my dad was like, hey, like, 
you proposed to her on national television, you broke up with her on national television, just at least allow her like this moment in private to hear you're with someone else. And he said he couldn't answer that. So I kind of knew, I, I had like a hunch, like, mm-hmm, maybe something's going on, but still I had, I did not know anything. That's so wild. You were so composed and such a boss out there for that. Cause I mean, I think, I think a lot of people would have, just wanted to lose their minds and and you know turn turn the finger and point at them and blah blah but you were like you made it like really about who you are and how you've grown and what you deserve and i just i thought that was incredible and i mean the freaking kardashians thought it was incredible so (laughs) you know what that was a that was a win for you it was really cool and i was thinking about you in that time because this was the first time in a long time that the season hasn't been spoiled which was again confusing to me because you you guys were together and people didn't know and and that must have been really really lonely for you to not be able to have i mean you have a support system as in like you know your family or but you probably couldn't tell a lot of people because that's how it doesn't get spoiled and how incredibly lonely was that in that time to be going through such a hard time trying to make a relationship work everything being exposed on national television, people thinking they know who you are, but don't know at all. And and you're just having to stay quiet. It's been, it was so, so hard because in the beginning I came back and I was processing everything, but it was all excitement, you know, like I couldn't tell my best friend I was engaged. And that was an exciting secret to keep. And then really what was the most difficult was when we had the breakup or really in between our engagement to our breaking up towards the end when it was like hell with us. It was so hard because people, everyone in my life, even my parents didn't even know what was going on. Like they could sense something was off about me. And then wow. it, wasn't, it was just so lonely, you know, cause I just felt like I couldn't tell anyone cause I wanted to like not ruin the season, you know, like right. that was my worst fear is that people would come out she ruined the season for us. And I didn't ever want to do that. Mm-hmm. I didn't cause like the show, it, you know, could be so much more fun and exciting if the ending wasn't spoiled. And I wanted to like, always like, you know, honor that and honor my contract and stuff. And it was so hard, especially after when we broke up, you know, I'm going, I'm like grieving the loss of this future I thought I had with them. And no one can know about it. No one can know that like every day I'm hurting every day. Like I take times or I just like, I'll be out to lunch with my friends. I'll just like go to the bathroom and just cry and then come back and like act like everything's fine. And because yeah. you just, it's so hard. Like you just can't be so like trusting. I can't, I mean, that's so impressive to me that you could do that because I thought I was strong when I came off my season with everything that I went through and I could not um, keep things a secret. I couldn't. I needed to like rely on friends and people and I told things and I screwed up so badly and ruined my whole season. But like I that's so impressive that you were strong enough to do that and, you know, just have you were kind of your own rock and there for yourself more than you probably even realized. Yeah. I mean, cause I felt so, you know, betrayed by him. I just kind of like wanted to shelter my own self and just like, and I think honestly, it probably did make it harder that I wasn't able to tell anyone. Oh it really God. made it a lot harder. Now it's like, now it's like been nice because it's like, the after, whole world you. <laughs> yeah, like every, like I'm able to like openly talk about it and it like has helped me like move forward. Yeah. Being able to like, at least acknowledge like the hurt I felt. 
at the time. Yeah, it, it gives you a little bit of closure too that you know you you weren't just like out to lunch thinking that you're, you, the, the whole world doesn't know the story, but from what they see, everyone's so supportive of, you know, everything that you're doing and everything that's happened. So that's, that's nice to know you can now, you know, you've gone through the, the thick of it. You came out the other side and there's so many beautiful things to happen in your life now in, in the next few years from this. So, oh, it's, I mean, I'm really impressed by you for for being so strong because that's it's it is hell. It can be hell, and and people don't really understand that. But uh, especially going through what you did, and and I was so nervous for like everything to come out, like mm-hmm. just the it was the weirdest feeling, just knowing like I remember a week before after Sana Rose, it still hadn't gotten spoiled or anything, and I just remember me thinking like. I was with my friends and just thinking like, wow, the whole world's going to know I had my heart broken. The whole world's going to know I got engaged. Like this is something that will follow me for the rest of my life and everyone's going to know about it. And that was just such a scary moment for me because it's so private. No one wants to feel heartbroken or rejected or, yeah. you know, betrayed and just knowing everyone's going to see that and like maybe have their, you know, have their own opinion on how I handled it. It was terrifying. It was really yeah. a scary time. It's it's so terrifying, um, but it's also very relatable because who hasn't gone through a breakup or been hurt? Yeah. And um, it's probably it was probably really inspiring for a lot of women to see how you handled it instead of you know breaking down and thinking of like poor like what what did I do wrong? It's more of like okay, no, I don't deserve that, and and this is what I do deserve, and I learned a lot about myself in the process, and, you know, that kind of strength that I think a lot of women need to see for for coming out of a tough time, so that was amazing. All right, Vinos, I've got a real hard-hitting question coming at you. What makes you feel fab, fit, and fun? (laughs) For me, I feel fab after I do um, my skincare routine, obviously. I feel fit when I'm dancing or biking on my new Peloton. No better feeling than breaking a sweat and getting those endorphins. And then I feel fun when I play card and board games with Jason, my two dogs, glass of wine. Never hurts either. Well, if you're like me and you like to feel fab, fit, and fun, who doesn't? You have to look into the premium subscription box that delivers happiness and well-being to everyone everywhere. FabFitFun's boxes are such a great way to get the coolest, trendiest, latest products without even leaving your house or doing any research on your own because they're making sure you get the very best. It does feel amazing, kind of like Christmas morning every time you get your box full of seasonal must-haves all to your door. You can have FabFitFun choose all the products for you or you can customize some items. I personally like to do a little bit of each. So FabFitFun has actually helped me discover so many brands and products that I've incorporated into my life. I wouldn't have known about them otherwise if it wasn't for the box. And in my last box... I chose certain products myself like the chic and tonic silicone straws that let me get my straw on without harming the environment. But I also had FabFitFun choose some products for me like the Love Script body wash that makes me feel like I just left a spa. It smells so dang good. FabFitFun is happiness delivered straight to your door each season. Choose from a variety of beauty, fashion, fitness, and wellness products to customize your very own box, all without leaving your home. It retails for $49.99, but always has a value of over $200. So use coupon code VINE for $10 off your first box at FabFitFun.com. That's coupon code VINE for $10 off your first box at FabFitFun.com. My other question was, obviously, have to talk about Barb. The fact that Barb... Of course, everyone has to. 
fact that Barb was just like cheering you on in the crowd and like giving you the like yes girl and like shaking her head at her own son and like <laughs> it was so it was so funny to see her just I like wasn't like expecting that much yeah because- so you didn't talk to her either i'm assuming or maybe you did but um because you could you didn't talk to peter yeah i yeah no um i talked to barb after our breakup she's she reached out a couple times so yeah. we had spoken um i ended up you know telling her like we couldn't you know talk on the phone because i need to like move forward and just you know isolate myself anyone close to him because i was really at that point just like I love his family. What do I do? Like, I just, I really, but what he's done to me is so horrible. I just, I can't do it. You yeah. know, I can't like get involved anymore. Like I just yeah. need to like, let it go. Like I have to accept it and there's no changing this, you know, especially when I knew what he had done was going to be like publicized all over the world. Like there was no like second chance there, you know? Right. Or no hope. I was um wondering like, with the way you know barb obviously loved you and that was a whole thing and then the madison like is there something and you probably can't answer this or maybe you can but is there something that we were missing as viewers with madison as to why there was so much um like anger there and disappointment and like d- was there something that we didn't see about her that that we're missing because everyone you know she i don't want to say she got a great edit because maybe she is great i don't know her i've never talked to her but i'm just like is what are we missing that that his family was just so against this and obviously they were you know somewhat right because it didn't work out and his family did not have very nice things to say but i just found it interesting that as viewers we we were so again confused yeah yeah no that was very like that was also kind of choppy you know just coming out of nowhere um uh, you know I think it kind of just, if I had to answer, it would be, I had a really great connection with his family. My family and his family had a really great connection. They really believed and loved me and Peter together. And I think they were just really rooting for us. And I, you know, he comes from a really great family. I mean, I don't think Peter, I I don't think his actions are, have like ill will intent to them. Mm -hmm. And I think they were just, probably disappointed by the whole wishy-washiness if, you know going from right. me to not someone else like I, right. he, he comes from a really good stable nice family and I think maybe that's where more of that was coming from yeah um that's- and just knowing that they weren't gonna work out I mean something something obviously happened um in between yeah. so that was another weird thing like they had zero chemistry on the couch at the end and i'm just sitting there being like hey wait i'm so confused because you guys were engaged it seemed happy okay well th- maybe he wasn't so as happy as we thought then he went back to madison and they're sitting on the couch you would think for him to leave the engaged relationship he must be just head over heels for this person that he you know this must be the love of his life to do this for and there was zero chemistry and then it was done two days later. It was, again, confusing. Yeah, I think there was so much happening with the family and then with them. And it was just such a mess. And I, like, you know, it was painful for me, you know, having the breakup. But, like, I got out of it. And, like, I could start, like, to work on myself 
and not be involved in all the the mess. I mean, it was just such a tornado. Yeah, seriously. Now, does that jade you a little bit for going on to Paradise? Not saying you would go on Paradise or that you are, we don't know anything, but does that jade you if you were to go on? Um, I mean, yeah, once again, it's like I'm putting myself out there to not only dating, but dating on such a public level, you know, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm just really happy with like my life right now and like where I'm at. And I really just want to focus on me and like my friends and like my job right yeah. now. I don't know. Absolutely. I, I would never say never to paradise, but at the same time, I really like like my rhythm, like what I'm doing right now. Good. That's great. And what are you doing? Like, what's now that I mean, let's pretend the quarantine isn't happening. You moved to LA. What is your plan now? What do you what would you love to be doing? What are you going to be doing? What what uh, what do you got going on? Yeah, so I'm going back to what I did prior to the show, which is being a model. And mm-hmm. so I modeled out here in LA prior to the show. So I'm just going back and doing, uh-huh. you know, what I did prior. And it's nice because it creates like stability. It creates me like nothing. Like, not like my career hasn't changed that much in regards to like what I did before the show. So I don't know. I'm really excited and, um, you know, happy for the future. It's just, I've gone through like literally like with the show ending, um, I, I look back and I was like, I literally hit rock bottom, like where I just felt like a bunch of broken pieces. Like after leaving the breakup, I just felt like a ton of broken pieces like where am I going to go from here like how am I going to rebuild myself and so it's taken time and like I still am working on it yeah of course you'll be working on that your whole life sister <laughs> Trust yeah me. so like piecing up the, you know the pieces you'll always be trying to figure it out and, and getting better and you're you're off to a, a great start um what do you feel like because I I will say when I came off the show I was really really bitter for a long time at producers at the show now I have a way different outlook on everything and so grateful um but one thing I will and always have said is that I've I've learned through that show so much about myself and grew so much as a person. And uh, w- what would you say that you learned the most about yourself? The most? Well, I'm a really good secret keeper. <laughs> yes, you are. Way better than I was. No, it was terrible. The thing I learned most about myself is I can be content on my own. Right. I Just love- completely content with myself and who I am and not needing a whole lot, not needing a person to add to it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's, that is, I I could be like my own rock. You know, I could be my own strength, my own rock. And you've proven that to yourself. So it's, that's, you know, I, I I find that um, that's when you'll attract the right person as well Is you know, when you don't need them and they just add value to your life, they don't, you don't need them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's great. I'm so proud of you. I don't even know you that well, but I'm just so proud of you. And then for for anybody listening that could be going through like, you know, their rock bottom, uh, what what advice would you have for them? Don't feel like you have to depend on other people to be your own strength. Mm -hmm. Because I think that's the most important thing that I learned is because I could, I had to be very picky about who I would open up to even like my mom and my sister, just because it weighed so heavy on me just like keeping this the ending or just any kind of like any kind of opinion I had on anyone on the show just to keep that very private because I knew how explosive things can get on the internet and just how mean the trolls were and that was always a fear of mine and so my biggest advice would be just never doubt like how strong you are and Mm -hmm. that just like make just being like like disciplined about it and 
for me is like putting myself on a schedule and setting goals and like making hard choices, like not watching the show or not going on social media this day, you know, making those hard choices really helps like create structure. Yeah. And so at, at least for me, it creates structure to where like it's, it, it can be a constant when like everything else in your life is just seem out of control. Like you have, you know, your constant of mm-hmm. like cho- hard choices you've made that will help like guide you. Absolutely. I love that. All right. So we all want to do the right thing to keep our bodies healthy in the long run. But even if we try our absolute best to eat that kale salad, drink that green smoothie, we're still just most likely not getting all of the essential nutrients we need on a daily basis, which in my opinion is super frustrating. And that's why I love taking Ritual, the obsessively researched vitamin for women. Ritual's essentials have the nutrients most of us don't get enough of from food alone, all in their clean, absorbable forms, no shady additives or ingredients that can do more harm to your body than good. Ritual comes in two easy-to-take capsules full of nine nutrients you need to support a strong foundation for your health. I love taking Ritual first and foremost because I know when I take it, I'm doing the best thing for me and my health, and it's such an easy way to make sure you're getting everything you need. It's also traceable and transparent, which is very important to me. Ritual is vegan-friendly, sugar-free, non-GMO, gluten-free, and allergen-free, and their sources are out there for the whole world to see, so you know that what you see is what you get. And last, definitely not least, Ritual comes with a no-nausea capsule designed because we all know that feeling of taking a pill and immediately feeling gross when you get that like aftertaste. Every bottle comes with a mint tab to keep things fresh, so no icky feeling. Better health doesn't happen overnight, and right now, Ritual is offering my listeners 10% off during your first three months. Fill in the gaps in your diet with Essentials for Women, a small step that helps support a healthy foundation for your body. Visit ritual.com slash vine to start your ritual today. That's 10% off during your first three months at ritual.com slash vine. We'll be right back with more Off the Vine. Great therapy. From the network that brought you the Cold Case Files podcast comes I Survived. The classic stories you know with new interviews updating each woman's story with everything that happens after survival. I survived because I convinced him that I was a person. I survived because I was a smarter person than my assailant. I survived because I I believe God saved me. Surviving is just the beginning of their story. Subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Off the Vine, Grape Therapy. Now we'll get to some more fun stuff, not so serious. I want to play games with you, and we're going to, um, you obviously have to confess, because that is part of Off the Vine, is you got to give me a good confession. So let me have it. Okay, this is, <laughs> this is really funny. Um, when we did the photo shoot in Costa Rica w- with the waterfall, remember yeah. that for, for Cosmo? Mm-hmm. Um, me and I'm not gonna say the name of the other girl because she probably killed me. Me and the other girl, we didn't shave. Oh shit! And we had to wear a bikini. Oh <laughs> no! Oh my gosh! That is like a fear of mine. Oh no! So what did you do? Just keep your arms down? We were like, like begging everyone for like razors, razors, and they found this stuff. But literally, it was like right before, and we like it was terrible. And they got so mad at us. They were like, they were like, well girls like you're in Costa Rica like you should have known and we're like we did not understand that we were having to wear a swimsuit model it on national tv and it's going to be in a magazine like come on like give us a heads up 
<laughs> oh my gosh so they got you razors and then you probably had like yeah. it's like what what is worse what would you rather hair or razor burn showing yeah but we were in the middle of the rainforest so it's so hard to get luckily it was raining so it was like they pushed back the shoot so they were able to run out and get us razors but i was literally freaking out I'm like oh my gosh like because you know on camera like they can't edit that stuff out no <laughs> i mean they did some weird shit though with you guys with the bathing suit bottoms like the way they showed your guys' butts was so weird they made it seem like the bathing suits were like way bigger than they were yes yes they yeah i did not like their shots no all. those were i mean at least everybody knew like everyone's like what what is happening here and then it became like a thing on twitter okay i have a couple games here that i want to play with you one you're not gonna like this but one's called plead the fifth so you have to tell me i'm gonna ask you three things you have to tell you have to tell the truth about one okay 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 so and then if i don't want to answer i say plead the fifth no you just have to answer one (laughs) (laughs) wait i've never played this before okay i'm gonna tell you okay so i'm gonna give you three options okay Okay. What other? Okay. Th- listen, hear me out for all three first. One, what girl other than Madison from your season would you turn and start walking the other direction if you saw her on the street? Two, what vegetable most accurately represents Peter's manhood? Or three, what's the last text you sent to Barb? You can only pick one. Um, okay. Um, the vegetable that represents Peter's manhood would be cauliflower because it has no taste <laughs> <laughs> oh that's good because yeah. cauliflower needs like a lot of flavor it needs like yeah. a lot because it's, it's just, just bland. bland like there's no taste so bl- yes. very accurate okay i am t- i accept <laughs> that answer i was thinking like more of a limp asparagus but cauliflower wins yes but asparagus is good though i mean cauliflower just bland Yes, I am so into that answer. Okay, um, the next one, there's only two to choose from. Who's someone from the house whose character you thought you knew but changed after the show? Or would you rather be quarantined with Peter, Madison, or Hannah B? Madison. Okay. Because we would probably have a lot to talk about. <laughs> That's fair. You guys would have a lot to talk about. Um, then you'd have to do like a podcast or Instagram live so that the world could hear what you two had to say. Yeah. Do you, but I'm sure you guys don't talk, right? Yeah. I mean, no, me and Madison are actually cool. That's great. Because I find that through situations like this, you could probably bond over something like that. And it, when it's all said and done, like you were on the same show, you, you know, th- Stuff like that, you can get through that kind of thing. Um, I find more so with women. Like, you can come together through that and be friends at the end. And I, re- and I respect the hell out of that. Yeah, and we don't have to marry each other now. You know, like, it's not like we're friends. You know, it's not like we're having, like, no. no I, it's not like one of us is not, it's different than dating. You know, friendships are very different than dating. So, yes. Yeah, we're cool. Friends. Um, okay, next game is just the last. So I'll ask you the last things okay. of these things. Okay, so the last person from the franchise you spoke to? Victoria. Oh, Victor- Victoria. I, spicy Victoria. Okay. Right? Is that yeah. is that the one? Victoria F? Yes, yes. Is she the spicy F. one? Victoria. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. The last text message you sent 
Last time, oh, to my roommate to tell her to take the dog out. <laughs> Linden out. <laughs> you have a dog? Well, it's her sister's dog, but I love to watch it. Just because, oh. like, we're quarantined. It's just nice to have someone, like, excited to see me when I get home. Absolutely. That's my favorite part. Now that I have two, I'm like, how did I come home to nobody before? Like, before I had Jason or the dogs, like, I was just coming home to, like, a big empty house. I was like, ugh. Um, okay, the last the last uh, thing you searched in your Google search. Oh, um, how to take off dip nail polish. And did you find an answer? Because the people need to know. No, I did not. Well, I got acetone, and it, like, it has not worked. My nails look so ratchet right now. <laughs> I won't even, I refuse to show anybody my nails right now. They're disgusting. Uh, okay, the last date you went on. Uh, this is a disappointment. Oh. Um, last date, I, I've i had kind of like, like a FaceTime date. Oh. Well, yeah, that's well, Because we're quarantined. We're quarantined, you know? That's like, I've had, like, someone drop me off coffee. Oh, like I've had someone drop me off coffee, but since like times are different, you know, like I guess that could be considered kind of a date because yeah. if not, it would literally be like the show. Yeah. No, wait, do we know this person? Are we allowed to know who? I call him mystery man. Oh, mystery man. Okay. Um, would we know who he is or no? Um, some people might. It's not from Bachelor Nation or anything. Okay, okay, that's fair. When when will you reveal Mystery Man? Oh well, I'm not going to be exclusive with anyone for a while. I'm just like getting to know different people, you know, as much as I can, like virtually during like quarantine. Because it's weird because, you know, I got off the show, I was engaged, then I was single, but couldn't go out, mm-hmm. you know, couldn't go on a date or really text anyone because right. you know people would know yeah. I wasn't, you know, engaged. And then after the show, we go straight into being quarantined. I'm like, oh my gosh, my dating life is like so yes. dull. Seriously, you're really going to fall in love with yourself after all of this. <laughs> That's crazy. Okay, well, does Mystery Man know that you're not committed and that you want to date other people? Yes. Oh, yes. Okay. Yes. It's just like a nice, like, little quarantine fling. <laughs> a quarantine fling. You know, everybody needs one of those. You just keep it fun and flirty. I'm into that. The last thing um, you ordered in for food. Oh, um, California Pizza Kitchen. I love their cauliflower oh. pizza. So well, good. But with lots of different spices and flavors. On with not, lots yeah. of different spices and flavors. Yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> um, and then the last time you were starstruck. Last time. You. Right Stop. Now. You no, little literally, no, I was like, no, I was like kind of anxious for this interview. So I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm going to like see her. And, no, I've been a huge fan. Oh. Well, that is so sweet. That just made me love you even more. Thank you for saying that. I'm like in a greasy ponytail just sitting. I tried to give you some good lighting for this interview, but. um, Very good lighting. Nice eyebrows, nice skin. You look great. Oh, I was going to say the same thing about you. I'm like, I love your eyebrows. It's such a thing for girls to say, isn't it? I, I just got them. T- my friend just tinted them for me. My roommate. Yes. We we're like tinting eyebrows, like trying to learn how to like do nails. <laughs> Have you heard of this laminating eyebrow thing? No. What is that? Okay. After we're done this interview, just go Google. Um, that will be your next Google search. It will um, eyebrow laminating. It's like a new thing that like keeps them lifted and bushy and upwards and I want to do it so badly and you could do like an at-home kit so look into it really yeah I mean we need all the at-home beauty kits we can right now 
I I am not a do-it-yourself kind of gal with when it comes to like beauty, but I did cut my own hair the other day, and uh, I I think some people that listen to the podcast know this, but I did I took hair school or I took cosmetology for like three years, so I'm not terrible. Um, but I'm trying to convince Jason to let me cut his hair because it's getting so long, but he he refuses. Oh really? Yeah, he refuses. Let's talk about Lacroix. Lacroix sparkling water delivers refreshment, flavor, and sparkle with an innocent twist of zero calories, zero sweeteners, and zero sodium. There are twenty-seven Lacroix flavors, and the newest additions to the family are Limoncello, Pastec, which is French for watermelon. The Limoncello literally tastes like sunshine in a can. It's citrusy, sparkly, and delicious. And honestly, it might be my new favorite one. LaCroix sparkling waters are gluten-free, vegan, kosher, and non-GMO, Whole30 approved, and environmentally friendly. LaCroix cans are sustainable and recyclable, and they are the first on the market to be produced without BPA liner. So enjoy LaCroix sparkling water, a healthier alternative for you and your lifestyle. LaCroix sparkling water is available nationwide, so for a full list of retailers, visit www.lacroixwater.com. And for more information, join the LaCroix community on social at LaCroix Water. Okay, just to wrap this up, I wanted to ask you one more. Actually, no, wait, I have a couple, a couple, we'll, we'll do a couple um, questions from listeners and then we'll wrap up because, um, oh yeah, people really want to know what you think about Peter and Kelly hanging out. That's like everyone's main question. Oh, oh yeah, no, everyone's. Um, I am just kind of like, oh, that's cool, I guess. I, I, that's never happened before, right? As a bachelor, like going back to like the fifth person. I don't, I don't know. I feel like, well, if you look at like, n- n- no shame, Hannah B, she went from Jed to Tyler to Peter to Tyler. I don't know what's going on there, but they all, I feel like a lot of people go back and like talk to different people. I don't know. I don't know. I'm I'm going to say that this has like, probably hey, happened hey, before. Another shot. <laughs> yeah. I, that would be really hard to do. But yeah, I don't know. Like, I guess who knows how much they're hanging out. You probably know more than I do, but everyone wanted to know how you feel about it where it's so hard because yeah. it's for, for me, I'm like, I've been in the position where it's like, you want to move on and you want to not, you know, think about that or care about it. So you're like, I don't know what to say. Yeah. Well, and the thing is, is that like, I met Kelly through the show and so it's not like and like I'm cool with Kelly like we're not going to be best friends or anything but I'm definitely cool with her but so it's not like oh this was like my best friend like from now she's dating like my ex-fiance you know right we met through the show such a weird thing though because in real life (laughs) if that happened you'd be like bitch what are you doing but in bachelor world you're like well, you know, like, what can I do that, you know, that's just like yeah. part of the show. And it, it's just such a weird thing to say out loud. Like, you know, I, she was my friend and we're cool, but she's dating my ex-fiance. So whatever. <laughs> like that just, you know. Yeah. Like we aren't going to be best friends or anything, but I mean, she's, she's always been nice to me. So. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, I'm not going to be angry about it, you know, like I- I'm not going to be angry about it because like, I'm just glad to be out of it. You know, like I'm not missing out on anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You're like, have fun. <laughs> have fun with that one. Have fun with that one. <laughs> yeah. You have fun with that. Okay. And then Katie said at the proposal part of the final rose, typically contestants will give one final spiel to the bachelor pouring their heart out before seeing if they are the one or not. She said, I noticed you didn't do that. How come? I did. 
Oh, you did. They just didn't show it. Yeah. Gosh. Yeah, I did. I was so proud of my speech too. Like I literally poured out my heart. And when I saw it cut, I was like, oh, darn it. There's probably so many of those moments. Yeah. I'm like, I didn't really know because I guess it would have been like more, made more sense for like the audience or for the audience to see like more of mine and then his, but I guess I didn't have, I guess that was one less thing I had to like see. Was there one thing from your whole season that you wish they showed that they didn't? Was it that moment maybe? Probably that moment, uh, moments of us being excited after the proposal or really just uh, my inner, our, his interaction with my family and then my interaction with his family. Cause like we had like a lot of time there and like some really great moments that would have been cool for the audience to be like, okay, yeah, we definitely see their connection. Cause I feel like, um, for the viewers, it probably just seemed like our proposal came out of nowhere, you know, but there's a lot of built up, a lot of like yeah. serious conversations about our futures and like real life conversations that people didn't get to see. That's so unfortunate because I, f- I feel like that would have been better for us to see that. Not, not, I mean, it's tough now looking back because it didn't work out. So it's like, well, we didn't need those conversations. But just during the show or during the airing of it, it would have been nicer to see those moments, especially because I think we wanted to see more of those moments from you. Like, I don't think they showed enough of your real conversations. Um, And that, you know, I just think people would have liked to get to know you a little more and they could have by hearing those conversations. So... Anyways, they can now because now you can, you know, do interviews, go on podcasts yeah. and like tell your side of the yeah. story. And then and then the real the good stuff happens when you're out of contract. That's all I'm saying. Um, <laughs> the real juicy stuff. The real juicy stuff. I'm always like, when do people's contracts end? I want to talk to them. OK, so at the end of my podcast, I like to give away an Instagrammy where I tell somebody like a really good account to follow that um, kind of just, you know, in the in the mindless scrolling. I think a lot of people get frustrated or you know, do the comparison thing. And so I wanted to give a shout out um, and an Instagram me away to the Calm app. Do you ever use this for um, meditation? Oh, yes, yes, yes. I, I've heard of this app. I don't it's amazing. It, but I've heard okay. of it. Get the app, but you can also follow them on Instagram. Um, they have a really great Instagram account. It forces you to pause, take a breath, have a moment to yourself. Their Instagram account is just at Calm. Um, they're helping people to less uh, uh, stress less and live better. And um, sometimes they'll do a live, like an Instagram live, where you can just meditate. And I'm obsessed with meditation. So I love that. And I'm going to give them an Instagrammy for the podcast today. Oh, I'm going to download that. Yeah, you got to download it. Well, thank you so much for being on the podcast. And once this is all over, we'll do another one in person. And because I'm out that way all the time. So um, we'll get to actually hang out in person. And, in person. Absolutely. That'd be so much fun. Absolutely. We'll have a glass of wine. We'll hang out. And is there anything else that you wanted to, to say um, before we go? Did I? Everything's good? No, yes, everything's good. Then just thank you so much for having me. I can't wait to like see you, have a glass of wine and like pour. Really yes, happy. We'll do that soon and uh let's hope in the next couple of months. So stay safe and you're doing all the right things and, and you're you don't need me to tell you you're a strong badass woman because you know that. Oh, thank you so much. That means a lot. Absolutely. For listening to Off the Vine, Grape Therapy. Tune in to hear new mini-sodes every Thursday. And check out new full-length episodes every Tuesday exclusively on PodcastOne.com, the Podcast One app, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts.
Freestyle Without TV.